Welcome to Expresso Crime, a podcast all about crimes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Expresso Crime. If you're new here, thanks for checking us out. And if you're a returning listener, thanks so much. Okay, so this episode is Killer Dentists. I know, I know, I know. Going to the dentist is not the top three for most people, but don't fret. This is not dentists that killed you in the chair. I didn't include those. There were an alarming amount though. Okay, killer dentist, let's get right into it. Number one, Glennon Engelman was born on February 6, 1927 in St. Louis. He was born the youngest of four children. His father was a member of the U.S. Air Force and he was raised in a nice home in middle-class America. After high school, he served in the U.S. Army Air Corps and then graduated as a dentist in 1954. Dentistry wasn't his only occupation, as he was also a contract killer or hitman. As a dentist, he opened up a clinic in downtown St. Louis and often performed his services for free for those in need. He was married to Ruth Ball for three years. Following their divorce, Ruth Ball married James Bullock. Both of them were patients of Engelman. In 1958, five and a half months after Ruth Ball and James Bullock got married, James was shot to death in front of the Art Museum in St. Louis. Ruth received a $64,000 life insurance policy. The, po- the police suspected Engelman of the crime, but he did have an alibi. It is believed that Ruth and Engelman worked together on this murder by Ruth marrying James and raising his life insurance policy, and then Engelman carrying out the killing. No one was charged for the murder. Engelman remarried and five years later started a new business, which was a drag racing strip. His business partner was Eric Frey, who married one of Engelman's past girlfriends. On September 26, 1963, Frey was helping Engelman with construction at the site. Frey ended up at the bottom of a well, along with a bunch of dynamite. The death was ruled accidental. The widow received $25,000 from life insurance and out of that money put $15,000 into the racing strip, which ended up going bankrupt the next year. Fast forward to 1976 when Peter Helm was shot in Missouri. His wife, Carmen, who was a former dental assistant trainee for Engelman and also known him since childhood, ordered the hit to collect a $60,000 policy of life insurance on him. The next year, Arthur and Vanetta was at their home near Edwardsville, Illinois. Arthur was shot and Renetta was bashed to death. 17 months later, Engelman then murdered their son, Ronald, so his wife, Barbara, could claim the millions in life insurance she had taken out on her husband, who was the sole beneficiary of the parents' oil business. Barbara was convicted in her husband's murder, but was acquitted of killing his parents. She was sentenced to 50 years in prison for the murder of her husband and was released on October 10th, 2009. In 1980, Sophie Marie Beria was an owner of St. Louis's dental laboratory. She was killed in a car bomb explosion. Engelman owed her $14,000, which is equivalent to $44,000 today. On September 25, 1980, a jury in federal court found Engelman guilty of mail fraud and conspiracy to commit mail fraud in the murder of Sophie. He was sentenced to a total of 60 years in prison for the charges. Engelman was accused of the murder of her son, and Engelman was also convicted in the state court of capital murder for killing Sophie. He received a life sentence with no possibility of 
parole for 50 years after jurors spared him the death sentence. He was already serving two life sentences in Missouri State when he pled guilty to the murder of the parents and son that occurred in Illinois. Engelman died in prison at the age of 72. Number two on the list is former Pennsylvania dentist Lawrence Rudolph, who is charged with foreign murder and mail fraud. He faces up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine if convicted. He and his wife went on a safari trip in Africa in 2016. While there, the wife was shot in the chest with a shotgun. Lawrence told local authorities that he was in the bathroom when he heard the shot. He then found his wife laying on the bedroom floor bleeding from her chest. Now here is where the red flags start to arrive and the FBI gets involved. So he calls the local U.S. Embassy while there and basically was like, how do I get this body cremated and getting out of this country? So the U.S. Embassy felt that he was moving too quickly and that's when he got the FBI involved. So the life insurance benefits would give him almost $4.9 million for the death of his wife. In January of this year, he pleaded not guilty in federal court in Colorado, and later that month, Lawrence Rudolph was declined his request to be allowed to stay at home instead of jail. He had suggested he could pay for private security guards to monitor him at home, so that one will just be a wait and see. Number three on the list is Dr. Burt Franklin, a 35-year-old Tulsa dentist who murdered his girlfriend's son in 2016. The son was just 19 months old. A home surveillance video showed Franklin caring for the child who appeared healthy until Franklin took him off camera. Upon reappearing on camera, the baby appeared very limp. When the mom heard a loud noise, the dentist assured her that everything was fine and the baby was asleep on the couch. Later that night, she found her son barely responsive and took him to a doctor. A doctor discovered the baby had a skull fracture and brain bleed. He died from his injury several days later. Allegedly, the dentist slammed the baby's head into the ground and then kicked him. He was mad that his girlfriend spent time with the biological father, whom the dentist threatened in the past. The trial revealed that the dentist was already married with a wife and four children. Neither woman knew of each other. Later, that, later the dentist ordered an unsuccessful mob hit on the girlfriend from prison. Number four on the list is in 1991 and in Ireland. Uh, Dentist Colin Howell placed an exhaust hose near where his wife was sleeping. She woke up unexpectedly and he smothered her with a blanket. He did the same to the mistress's husband. He went on to load the bodies in the vehicle along with photos and personal items, a fake suicide note from his wife, and then rigged the hose to make it look like they did it themselves. The dentist collected insurance money, his on the wife's death along with her father's death who he may have also murdered two weeks before. He confessed to the murder in 2009 and will serve a minimum of 21 years in jail. Number five on the list is dentist Roman Rizovics. Roman's wife Kelly was found hanging in the garage of their home in Ottawa in 1996. Kelly's family who had already hired private detectives in the past to look into Roman pushed for an investigation on the alleged suicide. Detectives discovered that Roman had strangled Kelly in their bedroom and moved her body to the garage. Authorities say the murder was motivated by a $750,000 life insurance payout. 
Roman pled not guilty by reason of insanity, but was sentenced to prison on November 19, 1997. On April 30, 2014, he was found dead in his cell. So that wraps up today's episode of Killer Dentist. You may have noticed a theme here that they were all pretty much life insurance related. So on that note, um, insurance crimes episode 21, if you've not listened and like this kind of thing, that would be a good one to listen to. And similar Doctors That Kill episode 24. Um, I think that's it. That's all I have for you. So we will see you Sunday for another episode of Expresso Crime. Thanks for listening.